0: Good evening, everybody, and uh, welcome to Let's Talk Low Vision, sponsored by the Council of Citizens with Low Vision International. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm very honored to be your host this evening as we talk about the latest in technology for people with low vision. This program is being recorded by Mr. Dick Burden and Air Zale. As many of you may know, Air Zale they record these for us each month And you could listen to this version as well as previous versions at www.errorsla.org. You could also listen to these by also going to the CCLVI webpage at www.cclvi.org. And this is also on ACB Radio. Selected versions of these podcasts are on ACB Radio on Friday evenings through Saturday. So this evening, we're going to talk about some of the latest in assistive technology that was displayed at the Cal State University Northridge Disability Conference. And as many of you know, that this conference has become one of the world's leading conventions that introduces and demonstrates the latest in technology. This year, it was held in San Diego, and I had the pleasure of going down there to see what was really new. And I was really very, very impressed with some of the things that I saw. Uh, as many of you do know, I am now totally blind, and I am more interested in those different types of products that are available for people who are learning to read Braille, such as I am. And one of the things that I was really very, very impressed with was a device that was made by Perkins, and they called it the Smart Brailer. Now, many of you might have seen before a conventional Perkins Brailler, a very durable device that looks like a typewriter for people who read and write Braille. But this one is a little bit different. It still is very, very sturdy. It is made of metal, and it is something that is relatively portable. One can take it from school to home or to work very, very easily. But the durability of it was something that was very impressive. But what's new about the Smart Brailler is that this has two features that I think are really very, very great. Number one, it does have speech output. So what this means is that if a person such as myself who is just practicing typing braille, when you do type, it will tell you what that letter is, or if you could select and change the option, it could tell you what the word is. In this way, as you are practicing and learning to type, you will know if you have or have not made a mistake. One of the really nice things about the Smart Brailer is that it also has an LCD screen on there. What this will do is it will allow a person who is sighted, such as a family member or a teacher, to see what that person is actually typing. In this way, if a student, a child, is learning to type in Braille, a person's mother, that person's mother, could see on the screen what they have typed. So if they've made a mistake, the mother could come back and to correct the child and to help them out. Another nice feature about the Smart Brailler is that it also has a program. And with these programs, one could learn how to type in Braille by going through these different types of programs. So I think that the Smart Brailer is a very, very productive device, especially for those students who are learning to read and to write Braille, And this device is something that I think is going to be very, very effective at all levels, whether it's for elementary, middle, high school, or even adults such as myself who are learning to read Braille. So that device, again, is called the Perkins Smart Brailler. Now, while we're still on the topic of Braille products, another device that I was very, very impressed with was with the HIMSS U2. Now, for many of you... You might think about a note taker for a person who's Braille and you think of the human wear products or the Freedom Scientific products. Well, this year I recently learned that Freedom Scientific, they are no longer supporting their PACME. And so there really needs to be other products that could come and to take part of that market and to add that type of competition. So when I was going through the different exhibits, I came across the Hymns U2. And I had never, ever heard of it, ever. You know, being in here in LA, you would think that we would have heard about it, but I had never heard about it, and when I was using it, I was very, very impressed. So this evening, we have Jenny Axler from HIMSS, who's here to tell us a little bit about the U2. Jenny, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks very much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. The BrailleSense U2 uh, was released about a year ago, and it is a 32-cell, it's a a note-taker with 32-cell display. Um, One of the things that we wanted to do with the U2 is provide blind people productivity tools that they need for their everyday life and also provide them mainstream compatible applications. So the U2 has things like your word processor, your address book, your day planner, Um, your web browser, email, those kinds of things. But we also include Google Talk, Google Maps, Google Search, Twitter, Dropbox, YouTube, an RSS reader. So um, we want to give you basically tools for productivity as well as play. Uh, We also support, uh, we have a daisy player and a radio, a media player. So this thing is is an all-in-one device that does all kinds of things on the go. Uh, It also has mainstream hardware, or hardware that is at least comparable to some tablets. It has a 32-gigabyte internal storage drive. It has a 1GXZ CPU, which, you know, for your geeks, it's very fast, has a lot of room in it. Um, You can play NLS books, Learning Ally books. So, um, again, things that allow you to um, be productive in school or at work but also things like social networking applications, including Twitter Twitter and Google Talk, as I previously mentioned. Um, So it's it's very fast. Again, as I was saying, it's very powerful. It's very easy to use. It's based on sort of a Windows interface. So, um, for example, you're going to have, um, if you're selecting files, You'll have Enter A for Select All, Enter C for Copy to Clipboard, uh, Enter X. So you're using Enter sort of like Control. We also have keys on there that emulate Escape, Tab, um, Windows, and Alt. So, again, we try to utilize uh, a familiar interface that you all sort of know. Most of you will use a PC, so if you have to learn this, Um, and you're learning Braille, you can also have an an interface that is familiar to you if you've used a PC, which which most people have. We have two models of this product. We have a Perkins-style keyboard, which is our – it has a nine-key Perkins-style keyboard plus a few function keys and scroll keys for the display. Then we have a QWERTY model, and the QWERTY model very definitely emulates Windows. This also has a 32-cell Braille display, but it has a QWERTY keyboard with the normal function keys as well as Control, Alt, and Windows. Um, So you're going to be, in that case, using Control-C and Alt to open menus, et cetera. So, um, again, this is a a very powerful product and a product that um, is very easy to learn as it emulates Windows and one that provides um, productivity tools uh, such as your word processor planner. Um, entertainment tools such as your media player, and um, play tools such as Twitter and RSS. And, uh, you know, so again, we tried to do a variety of things.
0: Yeah, I was really most impressed with how fast it was. It was so much faster as compared to I have, I personally have a Freedom Scientific PacMate, and I was really impressed with how fast it was. Um, The keys were very, very responsive. And also because it does sort of emulate the Microsoft format to be able to do things such as Alt-F to open file, and which was really very, very nice. So I'm really, really am impressed with it. And one of the other features that I understand that it does have is that if one is going to be using that in a classroom, say, for example, in a classroom where the teacher does not read Braille, um, it can be connected to a monitor so the teacher could literally see what the student is typing. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Actually, we have a couple of features that are useful in that regard. The YouTube Perkins-style version has an LCD built in, and this LCD can actually be flipped to the teacher's orientation. So if the teacher is sitting across the table from the student, the LCD can be flipped. And that just shows what's on the Braille display. And, yes, you are also correct that it can be connected to a VGA monitor, uh, in which case you can actually see the full page uh, when you're looking at a document in the word processor, and you can also see the menu items and and so forth as the student is navigating in other areas of the note taker.
0: Well, thank you guys so much for producing that, and I also want to thank your company for also making it such that all your devices run on the same transformer charger. That will make all of our lives a lot easier if all the companies would do something like that. But thank you very much. And can you just stay on the line, Jenny, for questions that we may have towards the end?
1: Sure.
0: Great. Thank you. Now, as we're talking about students, another thing that I saw at the CSUN conference that was very, very impressive to me was a video magnifier that could really help the student to be able to see the chalkboard, to be able to see the pictures that are in their books and they could also use it to even see themselves but even better yet if a person had tired eyes that day the machine would read for them out loud. So I know that many of you have the same situation at home where you need some magnification to read your mail you would like to be able to see something that's across the room or you might want to see yourself in your face so that you could shave Well, the DaVinci made by Enhanced Vision is that particular product that I was most impressed, which could be helpful for (laughs) students as well as adults. So, uh, Mark, uh, we'd like to welcome you to the show this evening, and maybe you could tell us a bit about the DaVinci.
2: Sure, absolutely, Dr. Bill. I appreciate you having me on to talk about one of our most popular products. Um, As Enhanced Vision has has come fruition over the years. We've re- we, we still carry a, a product line of about 29 different products. And what we're doing right now is, is the DaVinci has really become one of our top sellers because it's not the big 50-pound bulkier device. Um, it's, uh, you know, depending whether it's the DaVinci or the Acrobat HD, they range in anywhere from 18 to 22 pounds. So it's a lighter device. Uh, comes standard. The DaVinci comes standard with a 24-inch screen. Uh, and what we've done with this is over the years we've really seen the cameras, the, the resolutions of the cameras uh, really kind of exceed expectations right now. So we partnered with Sony High Definition for this camera. So the visual acuity, the high definition, the colors, the contrast, um, the words really jump off the, the page with the Da DaVinci. Um, what we've done with this is instead of having the standard CCTV where the camera is fixed down underneath the machine, where in past years you say, okay, what do you want to do? I just want to read. I want to write. Um, that was all we could really do with the Merlin. While it was a great product, uh, the Da Vinci is really great where you have the camera is it's fixed on top of it, and it actually rotates 340 degrees. So if a student wants to see a blackboard, um, if they want to see their friends' faces, uh, if they want to watch TV, if they want to point it on their faces, if they want to shave or do makeup or anything like that, you really have the ability to do that. Uh, and, again, you have the high definition with the Sony HD camera. Uh, what we also have, uh, as Dr. Bill had mentioned, is if you're, you're reading, and if you're reading with the Da Vinci at a high magnification or any CCTV with a high magnification and you have, you know, a few letters and you're really going through your, your books uh, if you're going to uh, to school and you start to get eye fatigue, uh, you know, your eyes start to hurt, you start to get headaches, you can actually make the text as, as small as possible. And what we've done is we've partnered with Nuance Software. Uh, so you push one button, it takes literally, you know, a half a second, uh, and it will read it back to you aloud. And with that, of course, most of the questions with the software are uh, the nuance software. You can make it louder, you can make it softer, you can make it faster, you can make it slower. Um, you can change it from a male to a female and back and forth. Uh, this all comes standard with the DaVinci, so these aren't any really add-ons. Um, and what it does is we also do have, I think now, as of last week, we have about 20 different languages. So if Spanish is your first language, if Russian is your first language, if Turkish is your first language, um, we have all these built in. Um, And one of the great, great features of the DaVinci is is it's really really kind of changed the industry. It's what's called organic. So in past years when we sold the Merlin, uh, if a new one came out in a year, uh, okay, uh, sir, so you have to buy a new one, or ma'am, you have to buy a new one. The DaVinci is organic, so now uh, if it comes out with a new software update, you can upload it via your computer or your, your local distributor can upload the new version of the DaVinci on there, and it's completely free to consumer, so we're really excited about that feature.
0: So, Mark, this would really be something that could be very helpful for a person. Even if their vision is where they are 2200 and legally blind, they would be able to use this, or many different activities around the house
2: oh absolutely absolutely yeah And I've gotten into situations where you know I had a 92 year old woman in Burbank and her she didn't want to read because her vision was so bad um, she didn't want to pay bills her kids paid the bills so what Betty wanted to do is she wanted to see the grandkids faces so what I did is I put it on the kitchen table pointed outside in the back and, again, with that high definition, that visual acuity, she was able to watch the grandkids play in the backyard. So, really, this, this, this product is all about quality of life. Um, and which leads me to another thing that I did leave out is the DaVinci um, is also computer compatible, comes standard. So it's standard PC, uh, Mac, iPad, and iPhone compatible. So if you have a 7-inch you know, iPad, you can blow those images up to 24 inches. So it's really it's, it's very, very
0: versatile. Wow, that's really, really great, and truly, that is changing the lives of people. I recall having a gentleman who was a watchmaker. He literally repaired mechanical watches, and he had difficulty fitting his tools underneath the conventional video magnifier, but with the Acrobat, he had enough room that he could continue to work, and he continues to fix all of these Swiss watches. So, Well, thank you very, very much, uh, we're talking about the Da Vinci, and if you two would stay on the line to answer questions at the end, okay?
2: Absolutely, thanks, Doctor.
0: Uh, thank you. Well, another type of thing that I saw that was very, very impressive was the portable video magnifier. Uh, items such as the Da Vinci definitely could help people to see far and near, but you can't really put the Da Vinci in your pocket. You can roll it in a case from work to home, but. You can't just stick it in your purse or your pocket or your briefcase or a backpack. And the one device I was really very, very impressed with was with the HIMSS Candy Grip. And the inventor of the HIMSS Candy Grip is the president of HIMSS, and it's Mr. James McCarthy. So thank you, James, for being on the program this evening, and even more thankful for the fact that you have put in all of your years of experience to create this portable video magnifier.
3: Well, thank you, Dr. Bill, uh, and I'm uh, happy to be talking with all of you. I recognize some of your names as you uh, signed in, uh, so hello to those of you who I know. Um, yeah, I was actually associated with the first color portable video magnifier that was introduced into the U.S. market back in 2003, uh, and um, the, that was a four-inch color portable video magnifier that had only one magnification level. Well, since then, um, there have been many portable video magnifiers introduced onto the market, but a new category seems to be uh, the 5-inch LCD screens. Um, previously, the 5-inch screens at first weren't available in that size. Secondly, they were bulky and heavy. But today, uh, there are about three or four 5-inch models on the market. Uh, I define a portable video magnifier uh, as a video magnifier that weighs under ten ounces I, i'm hopeful that this could become an industry definition for all of the low vision manufacturers um, and the five inch uh, screen can now be manufactured uh, be, uh, right near or below uh, ten ounces another factor of the five inch portable video magnifiers and i 'll begin talking specifically about our candy grip is that we've incorporated an H camera, so again, we're bringing HD resolution uh, to portable video magnifiers, but also it has zoom magnification. Uh, Up until about a year ago, um, and the Candy Grip was introduced in September of 2012, but up until about a year ago, all of the video magnifiers had three, four, maybe five preset magnification levels. Well, now, for example, the Candy Grip can magnify from 2.8x to 22x continuously, you simply press uh, a plus button and it zooms continuously up, and you press the minus button, it'll zoom continuously down. Um, <coughs> Grip was actually the first um, handheld 5-inch uh, LCD HD portable video magnifier, so it was the first one on the market that you could use handheld with with a handle. Uh, And that's, again, my definition in the portables field of a handheld video magnifier isn't one that you move with your hand. It's one that you hold with a handle. Uh, And so that's what we developed here was the candy grip, the grip meaning that model has a handle. Um, And it has a a lot of traditional uh, video magnifier features, like a a full-color image, an enhanced black letters on white background image, an enhanced white letters on black background image, uh, and a couple of other image modes, um, but uh, it also has a freeze button on it, which is located uh, right uh, adjacent to one of the, uh, uh, either the top or bottom, depending on the orientation you hold it. But for the first time, it, the candy grip, we actually put a freeze button on the handle itself. So if you're reaching up to uh, capture a price tag in a store um, or just... Anytime you need to freeze an image, Uh, let's say you need to freeze an image on a bottle. So you're holding a medicine bottle or a vitamin bottle in the store or canned good uh, at home, and you're reading some instructions or uh, some ingredients. Uh, You're holding that in one hand. You're holding the magnifier with the other hand. You don't have a third hand to press that freeze button that's located on one side of the monitor uh, screen. So what we did is, for the first time, we put a freeze button right on the handle itself. So you just press the freeze button with your thumb. Um, and uh, another first that, that we did is, for the first time, we added a mirror camera. So just like the, portable, uh, the transportable video magnifier that was being spoken of earlier, uh, that you can actually point the camera back toward yourself and see your face for grooming applications. Uh, the Candy Grip has... A mirror view camera, which is a second camera, you simply press the button. The image will change from the leading camera to the mirror view camera, and you can actually um, adjust the magnification. Of course, you want to keep the camera in color mode. You don't want to look at yourself in enhanced black and white or white on black. Um, but you can actually zoom in and out so that you can uh, check makeup, check if you've got lipstick on, on your teeth, uh, or, uh, check if your hair is aligned properly, uh, I actually used it recently. I came down with a stye, and I actually could see this stye in my eye or on my eyelid, and uh, that actually was kind of reassuring to me that I could monitor my, my stye as it reduced in size as I put warm compresses on it. Um, so there's a number of firsts. Um, by the way, the Candy Grip, also you can use it. Uh, with. It has two built-in plate stands, so you can also use it as a stand magnifier. So it's either a stand magnifier or a handheld magnifier with the handle.
0: Yeah, and that stand you have—that's really quite innovative. It's very, very simple, so a person could put it right on a book or a document they're reading, and they won't have to bend over because the candy grip will then be at an angle, so the person could still sit upright and then read. So I think that's a a wonderful, wonderful product, and thank you, James, for that. You know, another device that I did see at the San Diego conference that really was interesting to me as a person who's learning Braille, and this was a device made by the American Printing House, and it was Braille 18+. Plus. And this is a device that is a combination note-taker, but it does so many other things. First of all, it's small enough to carry very easily inside your briefcase or a purse or other things. So it does have the Braille keys so that a person who does type in Braille could type notes. Say that you're a student at a lecture, you could type notes. There's 18-cell refreshable Braille display, so that you could read. You could download different types of books. These books would be something that you could listen to, or you could read it on the refreshable Braille display. There's GPS in there to help you to navigate from one place to another. It also has a 5-megapixel camera. This was really, really pretty impressive to me, that with this device you could hold it above the table, take a picture of that document, and it would read it to you out loud. It also has the ability to call and to receive phone calls. So you could use that as your regular GSM type of phone, where you insert a SIM card, and you could then go ahead and begin to send and to receive phone calls, you could send and receive text messages. You could send and receive emails. So this was really a device that could, per, you know, perform virtually all those tasks that you want to, without having to carry around a notebook computer and a note taker and a GPS and your cell phone. So this was something that many of you who are reading and writing Braille, looking for a cell phone, and you also want something to assist you with GPS listening to your music, sending and receiving emails and text messages, the AP8 Braille Plus 18 uh, is something that I think you might be very, very interested in. Um, The last product that we're going to talk about this evening, though, is the one product that I was really, really very, very impressed with. And this was the Optilec Compact excuse me, not the compact, Optilet Clearview Speech video magnifier. Um, many of you have seen video magnifiers for many years, and throughout the years, manufacturers have improved the video magnifier, and it now has a flat screen monitor, or it has high definition, or it has some new gimmick. But the video magnifiers haven't really changed that much. But at this point in time, I think that Optelec has really done something that is really significant. And here to talk about it is uh, Mr. John Wolfe from Optolic and iTech Low Vision here in Los Angeles. Uh, welcome to the show, John. Thank you very much, Dr. Bill. And um, I'm happy to
4: be here tonight and uh, just talk for a couple minutes about the new Clearview speech that Dr. Bill was mentioning. And... Uh, all What I think is exciting about tonight is you're all getting to hear about new devices that help all of you just be, you know, more independent, much easier with great new technology. And James has talked about the Canon Grip. That's really got some nice features. Mark's talked about the Da Vinci; They did a really nice job designing that. And the Clearview speech has kind of taken uh, what Dr. Bill is talking about, the standard CCTV, and just built in some nice capabilities and features to it. So. Uh, It comes with a 24-inch high-definition screen. It's very, very simple and easy to operate, and that's the feedback we're getting. It's come out on the market a few weeks ago now. They had the prototypes down at the CSUN conference that Dr. Bill is talking about, and it's in production the last few weeks now. So the feedback we've been getting since CSUN has just been really, really encouraging. So I think some of the features... That's the people light that we've been getting feedback on is it's a touch screen. So what that means is if I'm reading, and uh, as Mark mentioned with the DaVinci, when you have these devices that have the ability to have text, speech capabilities built into their CCTV, it's nice. If your eyes get tired, you want to go and switch over to text mode to speech. With a touch screen, you just simply tap the screen, take the picture of your text, and digitizes the print and reads it back to me. So it's very simple, very easy. It also has a built-in memory mode. So when I find the volume I like, it'll save that volume. I find the reading speed I like, it'll save that reading speed. I find the color combinations I like, it'll save the color combinations I like. So another thing that people like is it'll take a full, it'll take a picture of a full 8.5 by 11 document. So it's not just capturing a You know, a portion of text, and then it reads that. Then I have to go back and find where I was before, go back, take another picture of that, read it again. I can capture a whole eight and a half by 11 document, scan it, it will read it back to me. I can also have the ability to save my document, save pictures, and um, it's very, very simple and easy to operate. It's, It's mainly geared towards the seniors. Most of the people that I work with, they're in their 80s, 82 to 88 is the average age. They like something simple and easy to operate. So a lot of people love the DaVinci because, as Mark was talking about, it's simple and easy to take with me. I've got the distance viewing camera. It's beautiful for the classroom environment. James, with the portable unit, the candy grip, people really like that because I can take it with me to the store, the doctor's office, a friend's you know, house, the restaurant, whatever. But most of the people, they want to be independent when they're at home in the daytime. That's why they still like the benefits of a desktop system. So I can have the beauty of a desktop. I can read whenever I want. The Clearview speech has one dial. I simply turn the dial for size or tap, and middle it look at a photograph. Then I want to go to text, have it read to me. I just simply tap the screen,
0: and I'm off and running. So it's very, very simple and easy to operate. And I think one of the things that I was most impressed, I really didn't believe that it was going to be able to do this, but at the convention, I remember this because I, I do subscribe to the Wall Street Journal, and uh, it was able to read the Wall Street Journal with the columns. I did not think that it would be able to scan that paper and read the columns. Can you talk a bit about that?
4: Sure. What What's nice what Dr. Bill's talking about is it has the ability to populate a document. So what that means is if you take uh, a picture of, say, an article in the newspaper, it may have different articles, I can actually touch it. You know, on the screen, it's touch screen capability. I can touch it, it'll start reading that document. You know, that document, that paragraph, that article, whatever I want. And it's just very, very simple, easy to operate. It also has... 50 different reading voices. As Mark was talking about, you can have different voices if you're from different countries. My wife is from Peru. It has 30 languages, um, and it saves the documents very easy on an SD card, a memory stick. Um, Same thing with
0: photographs.
4: So it's really designed to be easy to operate, to use for people.
0: Well, another thing that I was also impressed when uh, I met the president of your company, Stefan, and he was telling me that this system is such that people do not necessarily have to buy the whole entire near unit. If a person has one of the Optilic clear views of some of the more recent years, a person could just buy the upgrade and have that ability of it to scan and to read out loud. Correct.
4: So what what's nice about that, Doctor What you're talking about is if somebody has an Optilex ClearView going back eight years, which is a pretty significant long period of time. If they've got a, if they bought a ClearView within the last eight years, they can upgrade that system. So a perfect example is I'm seeing a lady tomorrow, and she got her system back in 2005, and she wants to see what's new in the technology. So. I'm very honest with my people. I'm very patient with them, and I just may say, hey, her system's fine, but she does want to see what's new in the technology. But she's a perfect example of somebody that says, hey, I would like that ability to upgrade. And so they can upgrade the system. The Optics have been upgradable for the last eight years, and this is the beauty of it, that if they want to upgrade, they can get the speech technology. They get a nice 24-inch high-definition screen. They get the new color camera and optics and they're up and running so that's just a nice feature of having a system that's upgradable we you know we can't upgrade our microwave oven or our tv or you know things like that but we are getting to a point in society where we like to have things upgradable. we can upgrade our computers we can upgrade our you know things like that
0: but this is another nice feature that people seem to like a lot yeah well uh thank you so much for talking about the Clear View speech, I think, for many people who are partially sighted or people who are even more severely visually impaired um, with the ClearView speech and also with the DaVinci. Uh, all of these products tonight, I think, could be things that could really help people. Uh, so at this time, I'd like to ask all of our panelists to stay on the line. And we're going to open it up for the last 15 minutes to our, our callers. If there's any questions that you have for any of our people here, um, just to remind you, we do have Jenny, who, who talked about the hymns U2, the Braille Note Taker, and James McCarthy, who talked about the portable Candy Grip portable video magnifier with up to 22X and the mirror mode on a portable, which is really quite amazing. Then we have Mark Greggett with the DaVinci, the distance and near-focusing video magnifier, and uh, John Wolfe from Optolic with a Clearview speech. So I'm going to ask all of you to unmute your phone right now by pressing star 6, and you could ask any one of us any types of questions about these devices, and you may also bring up any other item that maybe you have seen at the CSUN conference this year that you have tried and been very, very pleased with. Go ahead. Does anybody have a question?
5: Dr. Bill, this is Tom from Wyoming. Hey, Tom.
0: Hey, good to have you back on the show. How are you?
5: I'm good. I'm good. Dr. Bill, I have a question for John. Uh, I have an optolic and I think it's only about seven years old, John. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm really interested in this, in this speech thing. Uh, can you give me a rough idea uh, what you're talking about for the upgrade as far as cost?
4: Sure. 24.95, Tom, and that would get you the brand new optics, the color optics, the 24-inch screen, and the speech technology.
5: Now, I don't have a flat screen. I have the old-time, the old, you know, the, a big, heavy yep. unit. So...
4: You can use that monitor that you have either for a boat anchor or...
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but that's the nice thing, and that's... That monitor you have now, Tom, would probably last you for many, many more years, but that's the nice thing about the upgrade. You get a 24-inch, high-definition, flat-screen monitor. You can raise the monitor up and down. It also has a telescoping monitor, Tom, which means you can bring it closer to you for a more comfortable viewing position. You can swivel the monitor left or right so you can utilize your peripheral vision a little bit easier. Uh, it's just, its basically a brand new system. Basically, the only thing you're not replacing is the table, so you get the complete upgrade for twenty-four ninety-five.
5: Thank you very much, John. Oh, you're welcome.
3: Uh, okay, let's go to Ebert. Uh, observation: oh, All of y'all, none of you told how much it would
0: cost. <laughs> yes. Uh, which particular product? Uh, we can go ahead and uh John, uh how much is the Clearview Speech? Yep, it's thirty six ninety five. And James, how about the uh portable candy grip? The candy
3: grip is seven hundred forty nine
0: dollars. And Jenny, how about the U two uh braille note taker?
1: Uh Braille devices are a bit more expensive. It's five thousand five hundred and ninety five. Uh-huh.
0: And uh Mark, how about the Da Vinci? It's twenty nine ninety five, Doctor Bell. And as far as the other Braille products I talk about, the uh, Smart Brailer uh, through Perkins, I believe that that is nineteen one thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars, and the um, APH Braille Plus eighteen or Braille eighteen plus. I can't get the name of that straight, but I believe that that. Telephone, Braille note taker, GPS combination is uh, $3,495. Are there other
3: questions? This is kind with a
4: silly
0: question. Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Go ahead and ask your question, hey, Yeah, Kent.
4: Uh, I'll ask it anyway. Um, somebody who uh, is not a Braille user
5: uh, talks about attending uh speeches or presentations or whatever in a room full of people that are using their braille notes and there's a constant click click clicking all over the
4: room. I'm wondering if any companies are working on making brailling silent.
1: That is actually something that we're very proud of um, and we often promote. Our keyboards are probably the quietest on the market and that is something that you know you also have to be concerned about in classrooms yeah. um, because of course it's very disruptive. So um, yes, it's definitely something we pay attention to. It's not quite silent, but it's much, much quieter than you're normally going to hear.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I was really impressed with that they were really that much more quieter. It really was something that was very, very nice, Jenny. Next question. Does anybody else have a question, or does anybody else want to talk about a product that they have seen at the uh See some conference or do they have questions about any possible types of products they might be interested in?
5: Dr. Bill, this is Tom again. I have a question about the, that uh, Candy Grip magnifier. How long does the battery last?
3: The Candy Grip actually has a built-in lithium-ion battery. On a full charge, it lasts for four and a half hours. So it's one okay. of the longest
0: lasting uh, batteries uh, in the portable market. Thank and you. James, with that being a built in uh, lithium battery, is that something that, let's say, that in five years or whatever time that that battery is not charging as well? Can a person unscrew that and purchase that at their uh, Fry's electronic store, get a battery, or do they have to send that into the company?
3: Yes, it is a custom battery, uh, and uh, it does need to be returned to him and uh, right now there is it's a flat uh, $99 uh, to have it changed out. So it's not a matter really of cost. It's a matter of a bit of inconvenience. You'll have to uh, time yourself well to, when maybe you're not going to be using the magnifier or you have an, an alternative backup uh, that you can get a hold of, then you can send it in for repair. Uh, we have a very aggressive uh, repair service turnaround policy, uh, that uh, our goal is that we don't want anything in our repair shop for le- for more than three days. Our average turnaround time is actually uh, uh, just over one day, and a, uh, an upgrade of a battery it would come in one day, it would go right back out to you the next day.
0: That's great. Uh, I thought I heard of women who would um, ask questions. <laughs>
6: <laughs> this is Susan, and um, I have a product that, you know, I didn't go to CSUN, but I have a product that I own that I got from APH. That's wonderful. But I know you have your different manufacturing reps there, so people want to ask them things while they're there. Go for that. But um, at some well, point, well, tell
0: us what tell us what you found that you like. That's that's okay. even more important.
6: Um, I went to the ACB convention in Louisville, Kentucky, this past summer. And while I was on the factory and museum tour for APH, I saw this amazing device that I had never heard of. And I have never seen anyone else with one here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And all the people who've seen it who are low vision have never heard of it either. Um, It's called a Visio book, V-I-S-I-O book. It's made by a German company, Baum, B-A-U-M. And its sole distributor, at least at the point when I bought it in the early fall, was APH. And um, basically, what it is, it's a foldable um, HD CCTV, and it weighs um, 7.8 pounds plus the protective case is, you know, a little bit more. But basically, it, you know, it's like eight pounds. It's a little hefty for me to drag around. I'm not that big myself, but it's very portable. I put it in my backpack, and I take it to class. I've taken it to the ballet, um, and it has a camera that rotates around, so you can aim it down on the the reading table the way you usually would with a desktop model, and you can read. You can aim it outward toward the blackboard or the ballet performance or the taiko drum performance, and you can... um, turn. There's a little dial and you can take the magnification from 1.8 times to 30 times. You can see people's freckles up there on the stage if you're so inclined. (laughs) Um, The screen is 12 and a half inches diagonally. It has full color. Um, You can also, there's two sets of five color options, so you could do like blue on yellow or yellow on blue, etc. And I just love it. I mean, it's changed my life. I just think it's the coolest thing in the world. It's kind of about the size of a very chubby, fat laptop. If it's folded up, it's, according to the specs here, 12.2 inches by 13.4 inches by 2 inches. So it's kind of like a laptop-sized thing. Um, As I said, it's a little hunky um, at 7 pounds, 7 ounces without the case. Um, it comes with a rechargeable battery built in the last up to 5 hours and it also has a power cord so you can use that if you need to go longer than 5 hours. And I've never used these USB ports but there's US, a USB port and there's video in and video out so you can hook it up to your computer and do fancy things like that which I have not done. Um, The picture is very good. I use it to watch television. I can now sit on my couch instead of on the floor in front of the TV, have the screen like three inches away from my face. Um, So it's good for somebody who's a partial who does better when things are closer to their eyes. Um, And I think it's really cool. I love it. And I've never seen anybody else with one.
0: Wow, you know, that's a uh, that's an excellent review. I mean you sound like a professional <laughs> viewer. <laughs> that was well, I, excellent. <laughs>
6: well well while I was listening I I went digging through my paperwork and I found the um you know, the little booklet and I found the page of the specs, so that's why I know the specs. But um Yeah, that is that,
0: a fantastic review and just to tell you, Susan, one of the things that is happening here in Los Angeles through the school district. That is really becoming one of the very popular devices through the school districts. And I believe that through some of the quota funds, it is something that the teachers can order very easily through APH for their students. But I wanted to ask you, is is that accurate then? You have been able to receive five hours of battery life on that?
6: Um, That's what it says. I have probably used it up to like three and a half hours. Um, and sometimes I'll go to things back-to-back. I'll go to something in the park and see a theater thing outdoors for two hours, and then I'll take it to something in the evening without recharging. And so far it hasn't died on me. Um, the only drawbacks I've had at all with with this whole experience is I think I was on a wait list for two months for it because I think they're mostly shipping to schools, and they're just they're very back-ordered. Um, And I don't know what the situation is now, but I had to wait two months to get mine. And then um, the other thing is if you have an old, um, what is the cathode ray television, CRT TV, the the old fat kind, um, it doesn't work with the CRTV. And I was very frustrated with that for a while. Um, And... We wrote back and forth to the manufacturer in Germany. The APH people helped me with that. And it turns out that the cathode ray TV, it doesn't like it. And it does all kinds of weird wavy lines and things. So I went out and I bought a new flat screen TV. And it works just great with that.
0: Wow, that's great. Well, great. Thank you for that review. Jo, what is the cost of it?
6: um, It costs $3,000, which you know it's an insane amount of money i think but i mean it's worth it but i i told myself okay if i could see i'd have a car and a car would cost a lot more than that and so i just <laughs> i just did it i just bought it but yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of money it's prohibitively expensive for most of the people i know that are blind low vision people how much can you adjust the brightness of it that's important to me and i have cctvs that i can um talk- it has four Let's see. i got to open this thing up. Um, there are, I think, like four levels of brightness. Um, and, and then there's an autofocus thing. So, you know, the same as with usual desktops, close-circuit TVs, if you're writing or something or working with your hands, you can keep it focused on the document that you're writing on. So, um, and there's an... Let's see the brightness thing. Yeah, it's got four levels of brightness.
4: Uh-huh. I should have asked the other panelists that too, because I'm sure I'm not the only low vision person whose eyes don't like anything bright. So I like to turn the brightness way down, and I found keys
6: yeah.
4: where I can turn the brightness down enough.
6: Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, that that's my spiel on the Visio book.
0: Well, thank you, and and that's available through the American Printing House. Does anybody have any other questions for? Susan, about the Visio book, or does anybody else want to bring up another product that they have found that they're very pleased with? Okay, thank you, Susan.
6: You're welcome.
0: Okay, and a couple things, as as Ken was mentioning, you know, the brightness of a device is very, very important uh, to many different people. And uh, James, can you very quickly address that that question about can the person who's using the candy grip adjust the amount of brightness?
3: That's a good question, especially for portables, because most portables uh, have actually taken the brightness function out of it. Um, the candy grip actually has three brightness levels uh, uh, bright, brighter, and brightest. Um, so um, you know the the portables generally don't have a wide range of, of brightness,
0: um, but uh, the candy grip does offer three uh, brightness choices. and if I'm not mistaken, or perhaps that I am. The lights that illuminate the reading material, that can be turned off with a candy grip? Is that what I recall?
3: Yes. There are actually uh, three positions for the LED lights that illuminate the reading surface. Uh, The lights uh, can be always on. Uh, The lights can be turned off, so if you're looking at something... Uh, like a cell phone. Uh, So if if you're looking at something that's backlit, like like a cell phone or or a watch or calculator, you would turn the lights off. Then we have a a unique mode amongst portables which is called uh, auto lights and that is when you're reading um, or when you're lifting the unit, um, it depends on the amount of room light. So usually it's from 4 to 11 inches. Uh, The light will stay on but beyond that the light will go off but also if you, start, if you tilt the camera forward, uh, the lights will automatically go off so that you don't find the LEDs into someone's face. And that's called the auto lights mode. So there are, you can select uh, any of those three modes. And the mode that it's in when you
0: power off the unit will be the mode that it's in when you power the unit back on. And, Mark, how about with a DaVinci? Is there an easy way to adjust the brightness of the screen on the DaVinci?
2: Yeah, there is. There's a there's a brightness control on there, and it's probably the most fluid we have. Uh, I was trying to think how many brightness controls it, it, it goes from low to medium. I think there's about when you when you go from low to medium. I think there's six different six to eight different ones. So it's really it's 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 the most brightness control I've seen out of all of our products, which was obviously as, as other people had said was a big concern. Uh, depending on somebody's visual acuity in their eyes, you know, brightness is a a big factor. So I think 6 to 8 is is where it's at.
0: Great. Thank you. And, John, how about with the uh, OptiLit Clearview speech?
4: Yes, very easy. Just like what Mark was saying, you just uh, got a slide-away panel, and I can just go in there, and it's a continuous adjustment for my resolution, either down or up. And then I can also, which I'll maybe see this, maybe once a year, every 15 months, 10 to 15 months, where somebody's really, really, really light-sensitive, I can go inside and adjust it even further if I needed to. I can go in and override the factory settings, which that's extremely rare, but it's nice to gives me that additional capability if I so desire.
0: Oh, great. That's great to know. Yeah. Well, I want to thank all of you uh, on the panel this evening for your time and your expertise and also for developing such great products. Um, If all of you would be interested in, would you mind giving your your contact information so any of our listeners who are on the call this evening or who listen to the podcast could contact you? Uh, Jenny?
1: You can call our office at 888-520-4467, or you can email me directly at Jenny, J-E-N-N-Y, at Hims-ink. That's H-I-M-S- I-N-C. dot com. Our website is www.hymns-inc.com, and you can find information on all of our products, including our braille line, our low vision, um, our desktop, port- excuse me, our and portables, and our book friends Daisy players.
3: Um, excuse me, Dr. Bill, Is it possible, this is Stephen, is it possible rather than have everybody read it off to send it email then we
0: don't have to write it or memorize it?
5: Second emotion.
0: Um let's see, I don't know who is taking notes here. Uh anybody taking notes here? Well uh let, let's just uh let for the people who may not be presently here right now, uh let, let's go ahead and um uh, just continue through. Okay, uh, James McCarthy, your contact information, please, real quickly.
3: Okay, my contact phone number is the same as Jenny. It's uh, 888-520-4467. Uh, the website is www.hims-inc.com, the same website. My
0: email uh, is james at inccom Great, thank you. And Mark Gregett from Enhanced Vision.
2: Yeah, and my name is Mark Reggett. I'm with Enhanced Vision. My my company is called Los Angeles Low Vision. Uh, so simple enough. My email is mark m a r k at losangeleslowvision dot com. Uh, my cell phone is area code eight one eight three nine seven two two eight five. And as my wife says, please don't forget to like us on Facebook. <laughs> Great, thank you. And last uh, but not least, John Wolf.
4: Yes, Dr. Bill. Uh, my phone number it's John, J-O-H-N, wolf, like the animal, with an E, W-O-L-F-E. And my phone number is 310-704-5314. My website is iTech, that's E-Y-E-T-E-C-H, it's iTech, low vision, L-O-W, com. And my email, almost identical, high tech
0: low vision at yahoo dot com. Okay, great. Well, I want to thank you all again for your time to share this information, and I'd like to thank Mister Dick Burden from Airs LA for recording this. Uh, this will be on the Airs LA webpage at uh, www dot a i r s l a dot org. It will also be on www.cclvi.org, and it will also be on ACB radio very, very shortly. So I want to thank all of you for joining this evening, and hope that you could join us next month when we talk about the latest advances in research for treating different types of eye conditions.